Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I 270 and MD 85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1 800 Gambler. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. I'm TJ Lau from the Georgia Thunderbolts, and you're listening to Jay Scott on the Hook Radio Show. Happy 4th of July. We are recording this on 4th of July weekend. It is our annual, well, these are more quarterly, but it leads up to our annual episode at the end of the year. It's our quarterly album review, taking albums from April, May, and June, as we do every three months with my friend Chris Corradetti. I am really excited about it. I always like talking new albums and what's been coming out. Um, especially the new bands that are producing new music or the newer bands. So we're going to get to it. Once again, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, a great network of music-related podcasts. Uh, I like to always mention my friends like Martin Popoff, the rock historian, Mistress Carrie out in Boston. She's an absolute legend. i got to have her back on. It's been almost a year. Maybe it's been over a year. I don't know. But I gotta. she's always great to talk to. Uh Mac on the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast, Aaron and Chris on Decibel Geek, and Ron and Esty, Carmen of Peace, and Vinny Apathy on the Hanging and Banging, and my friends Tom and Zeus on the Shout Out Loudcast, the number one rated Kiss podcast. They just released their first episode in like three weeks. Um, as it's been posted, Tom lost his wife a few weeks ago, and uh, glad to see them back, glad to, to see them acting like idiots again and talking kiss, uh, having fun and um, my best to Tom and his son and uh, good to see them them back at it. And uh, like I said, making me laugh and, and acting like fools. We, uh, we are everywhere. We are on every podcast platform. So don't forget to follow us wherever you 
do podcasts, set, the, set your app to automatic download so you get the latest and greatest episode. We're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever. Thank you all for a great month of June, our second best month ever. We just killed it with episodes and, and great interaction with fans. Um, we've got lots in store for July, too, as well. So be on the lookout for all that good stuff. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. Uh, write us a review whenever you listen. Tell us what you like. Tell us what we're doing. We always do appreciate it. And uh, we're back. We're back again doing this. Like I said, my friend Chris Cordetti is joining us on our quarterly album review. This is one of our, probably our most popular series because we really break down by quarter and then it leads up to our end of the year episode. It uh, has really become something that's really grown in its popularity. It's one of our most listened to episodes whenever we drop the stuff because no one does this. No one drop, you know, breaks down by quarter album reviews, really gets in depth, really has other people join in and submit their lists as we'll get to. And it's, really for the music fan to one expose new bands to them and really talk about music that isn't talked about in the major publications like ultimate classic rock, classic rock magazine, you know, who kind of tend to go towards the, the, uh, the legacy artists. Um, we kind of talk about what's happening in the underbelly of rock and roll. And that is the newer bands and give them just as much, notice and just as much exposure as some of these legacy artists do so we're gonna get into it what's happening chris how you doing i'm doing good i'm just going to um delete this legacy artist off of my <laughs> list now <laughs> well i mean i mean you know we do have from time to time a absolutely you know um a legacy artist make our list but the majority is really um, the uh, the newer bands, the bands that are struggling to get noticed because there's a lot of great music out there. It's a lot of great new bands and we just like to promote it. We like to, uh, you know, get uh, people to listen to this stuff and get, you know, these new bands are really doing the grind. They really are. And, you know, kudos to them because they have such a love for music. And we like to showcase it. So that's that's what we like to do. Yeah. So note to self, don't put scorpions on year-end list. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So before we start, hey, congratulations. Three years. I mean, you started out as little J and now you're like big J, hook rocks, three years. Well done, my friend. Yeah. You know, thank you very much. It's It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't even know I would be doing it for this long. It, it kind of just started out as a small little hobby. Didn't know really where it was going to go. Um, but I'm really happy that it's really become a place, especially more, more so than, than, than anything else. It's become a place for new bands to introduce themselves to an audience that maybe they're not getting to, or maybe they're trying to find listeners and people and promote their music. That's what I'm most happiest about. Um, is allowing that, allowing that space for them to do that, you know, or having that space for them to do that. So it, it means a lot. It means a lot when bands are sending me messages to come on the show. Um, 
you know, management publicists are trying to get their bands on the show because it really has become a place. And when I meet bands after shows and they say, man, you got the best podcast. Thank you very much for doing all the stuff for new bands. It means everything to me when I hear that. So it's a great, it's a great feeling. That's awesome. So thank you very much for those uh, kind words and thank you for all the support. Anyone listening, thank you for the support too, as well. Uh, you know, when we have a great interaction, whether it's on social media or emails I get, uh, it really is, it really is an enjoyable thing. And I really, you know, when you think of it, it really was the pandemic that really kind of gave us a foothold here because I was doing shows every day for like two months, three months or something like that, five days a week, not every day, five days a week. And I think that kind of really solidified you know, me continuing to do this. And it's been a lot of fun. Well, then stop your yapping and tell me what your number 10 is. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it went from compliment to just... Congratulations, now shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's absolute rudeness in a matter of seconds. Um, I'm drinking this uh, refresher from a coffee place. Uh, I don't want to, you know, give anyone, you know, uh, Starbucks, but um, it's like a mango passion fruit refresher. And it, it is pretty refreshing, I have to say. So first time I've ever tried something like that. All right, let's get into uh, the list here. My number 10. Uh, it's an EP. It's a, um, it's by a band, a Canadian band that's going to release three EPs, I believe as a uh, kind of like a um, volume one, volume two, third one should probably be volume three, I would imagine. But I had Ian Thornley on a few months ago. I want to have him on again. Uh, I think they're doing just a run of EPs this year or late part of last year into this year. So uh, one of my favorite bands, if you have a chance to ever see this band live, the band is Big Wreck. Uh, they are absolutely fantastic. Uh, just Ian Thorley is a multi-talented artist, great songwriter, great guitar player. The EP is 7.2, which is the follow-up to their 2021 EP 7.1. Uh, great EP would probably be higher up on my list if it was a full-length album, but nonetheless, it's pretty damn good. I like the song Better Off, and I like Spit It Out, as well as The House. Those are my three highlights on the five-song EP. But just another fantastic release by a great, great Canadian band, Big Rock. It's a good pick. I'm, 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 I'm sure that that will show up on somebody's list from Canada. Yes, yes. Um, that's great. a good pick. And I, I agree with you. If it had more songs on it, it, it definitely could have been one of those considerations. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the third one because – Maybe maybe when we get 7.1, 7.2, and 7.3, then we can get a CD. You know, yeah. maybe they'll kick it out, uh, a physical copy. But that's a good pick. What do you got? I'm hesitant to put this out because um, it's a great album, but I feel like I have it so low that I'm going to get a verbal punch in the face from you. But my number 10 is the new one from The Black Moods. Yeah. <laughs> If you what? could see the what? look on his face right now. Yeah. What are yeah. you fucking talking about? 
Number 10? But it made the list. It, it, it made Number the list. Number 10? Uh, oh, I, my I, God. I will, accept, I will accept all verbal backlash. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we are accepting applications as of today <laughs> for future quarterly album reviews. Uh, there may be a spot open up on this show moving forward. <laughs> um. And, and I, I and I, I say it, it, it's at ten just because I, I obviously really like it. It made the list. I feel like Sunshine grabbed me a little more, um, but I, it's what is what isn't there to like? It's it's if there was modern rock radio, it's this this would be it. it you know, we, we need to get this in front of all the Tom Petty fans, and and uh, I, I don't understand how they're not bigger, but. I really like Youth of the Wasted on the Young. I like Big Time. I love that little bass guitar intro from On and On. Uh, I think number 10 is not a reflection on the album so much as it's a reflection of all the other stuff that came out. But I will uh, bend over and say, thank you, sir. May I have another? I know that's coming. <laughs> wow. Well, it's, it's, there's always a time when you know someone and uh, they disappoint you. They they disappoint you. And this is that moment. This is that moment on air where you can feel the disappointment in my voice. Just my whole sense of being right now. Um, why don't we just Why don't we just move on before? Uh, it still made the list. It, it still made yeah. the list. It's not like my egregious mistake with the pretty reckless last year. I mean, this one at least made the list. Okay. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move forward. Let's let's uh, start with our first our first contribution from the Groove Council. And for those that are listening for the first time, it's a group of us that talk offline or through DM about new albums, new music. A lot of fun chat. A lot of uh, great back and forth. And one of our newest members at Fuzz Doom Rip. Rich always has a great uh, list, always has great contributions. And nevertheless, let's get to his. At number 10, Wukan, Heretic Tongues. Number nine, Green Seeker, The Wish. Number eight, Greenbeard, Variant. Number seven, El Piro, Hair of. Number six, Las Cruces, Cosmic Tears, Doobie, AIC Influence Goodness. So check out Las Cruces. Cosmic Tears. Number five, Sergeant Thunderhoof, This Skeptred Veil. Number four, Red Sun Atacama, Darwin is the name of the album. Number three, Wofat, The Singularity. Number two, Carson, The Wilfer Pursuit of Ignorance, Under the Radar Awesome. And number one, Valley of the Sun, The Chariot. In his, in his opinion, it's the album of the year. His Honorable mention pick is Sasquatch Fever Fantasy. So good, le- good list from Rich. Very good list from Rich. Yeah, good stuff. That uh, that Chariot album, I believe, is going to be on a lot of people's lists. I did see it pop up on a few. Yeah, yeah. So moving on to number nine, my number nine is a band out of Chicago that I've really grown to like um hoping to have them on the show soon and that is the million reasons and their latest album haven really enjoy this album lots of hooks lots of different influences and vibe 
when you think of the new the, the song that they had, if not for the fire, it's got a great pop sense in terms of rock uh, with a with a really good hook. It's also even got a little bit of Iron Maiden influence into it. So it's really kind of all over the map in terms of where the band goes and the selection of songs on the album are are very eclectic, which I like. They're from, I believe, the Chicago suburban area. Like I said, I hope to have them on the show. It's a great album. Uh, really a fun listen. The album is Haven. The band is The Million Reasons. Check it out. Uh, great new band. Nice pick. Um, so my number nine is one of a number of uh, recommendations from the aforementioned Rich. Um, I've had a couple lists in the past that were turbo dominated. This is definitely a rich dominated <laughs> list. So um, my uh, number nine pick goes to the stoner rock kind of power blues trio from Spain, Bluesweiser. Uh, Obey the Booze is the album. Uh, I, I copied what they put on their Bandcamp page because it's it's really awesome. It's fuzz, wah-wah, thundering, bottomish drums, tripping bass, and grooves to shake gargantuan booties. Hmm. Come on. Come on. Who doesn't want to go at least give them a shot after that kind of uh after that kind of marketing pitch, you know? Um it's a little trippy, it's a little crunchy, a little fuzzy, a little groovy, but definitely like a, a, a heavy blues vibe. I, I really like it. I think my favorite is the last one on the track, Void Catcher. Um, the, the song Clit Eastwood sounds like an obvious concert track, um, but Echoes of Oblivion is really good. Um, Loose Lips has got this real like yin and yang. It's like light and heavy and struggle. It's a, it's a real um, catchy, catchy album, at least for me, good for working out. Um, good for mowing the yard, maybe not great for doing work, but <laughs> it's good for doing, doing stuff other than work, but, um, blues wiser obey the booze is my number nine pick. Awesome. I got to check them out. I have not had a chance to listen to that album. All right. Moving on to the next member of the groove council. It is the itch rocked and radio show. Uh, great guys, great dudes. Um, this is Aaron's personal list and a great co-host of the Itch Rock and Radio Show. I had pleasure of meeting him at a Dead Dead's show at the House of Blues last year. And always great to meet someone local here in Chicago, which I've done with a few of the uh, listeners that I have. So that's always um, fantastic to do so. So let's get to his list. Number 10, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Unlimited Love. Number nine, AWOL Nation, Echo, My Shadow, My Covers, and Me. Sounds like an uh, album to go to sleep to when you tuck in at night. Number eight, Museum of Light, Horizon. Number seven, Shadow Academy, self-titled album. Number six, Lit, Tastes Like Gold, which I think has a Butch Walker song. I think Butch Walker produced that album. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did check out the one track. It's a cover of a car song. Uh, so check that out too as well. Lit, uh, still making music after all these years, which is good to see. Number five, Nova Twin, Supernova. Number four, Papa Roach, Ego Trip. 
Number three, Dorothy, gifts from the Holy Ghost. Number two, Mood Ring, uh, Stargazer is the name of the album. And number one, Hailstorm, Back from the Dead. So good list from Aaron from the Itch Rock and Radio Show. And don't forget to check them out at Itch Rocks. Great podcast to listen to as well. Um, What's really interesting about them is if you've listened to me for a while, you kind of know where my sweet spot is. Their sweet spot is like the next generation after mine. So it's always good to hear their perspective on where rock went after, you know, 70s, 80s and 90s into that grunge era and coming out of that grunge era of music. So they've got a great perspective, a great podcast. So please check them out. Their, their list, you know, um, when, when I saw their list, one thing that kind of struck me, and I'm, I'm curious if you felt this, you feel this way from time to time, because I do. Um, when I saw their list and I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers were on there, the first thought I had was, I had no idea the Red Hot Chili Peppers had a new album out. And I'm like, how the hell do I not know that the Red Hot, like, sometimes I feel like we're so hyper-focused on, like, the younger bands that I kind yeah. of don't pay attention to some other things. And for a band as eminently popular as the Red Hot Chili Peppers to have something out and I've kind of completely missed it is, is, is kind of hilarious and annoying at the same time, you know? Yeah, no, um, I, I do, I do agree with you hundred percent that we do focus a lot on new bands and unknowns that are making music. And admittedly, we don't sometimes appreciate a lot of the legacy artists that are putting stuff out, which is still good. You know, um, like the Scorpions album. It's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic album. It's it's hard to say why we do that, you know, because we just like I said, we have a heavy focus on stuff that maybe people don't know of and right. maybe people aren't aware of. So there's always going to be different lists across different podcasts, different publications. Yep. My suggestion and kind of how I do it is. You know, I filter it as, hey, check out all of it if you can. It's a lot to take in. There's a lot of music that's unknown because the record industry is so fragmented now. It's more do it yourself, more do it yourself. And because of that, a lot of these bands that are are making great music aren't at the forefront of people's minds, aren't at the forefront of magazines that are putting out lists or online publications or podcasts. So if anything, you know, we're that, we're those kids in the corner that are listening to stuff that maybe you haven't heard. All right. My list continues at number eight. This uh, album is a little different than what I usually choose. Um, You know, I'm again, more focused on new rock. This is a legacy artist album. I had the pleasure of interviewing Joe Satriani earlier this year. That new album is The Elephants of Mars, released early on this quarter, I think back in April. And it just is really filled with what Joe's known for. Very atmospheric, melodic, uh, very thoughtful notes, lots of um, mood it's inspiring music. And I think, you know, compared to his last album that he did prior to this one, which was Shapeshifting, which was more kind of uh, very much uh, 
in that Van Halen zone, I think actually one of the songs on there was a, um, Oh, 1980. 1980, 1980, yeah, it was, was an Eddie Van Halen tribute. This album took him a while to make, and it was more of a relaxed process, as he talks about in the interview that we did. And it's just a, an amazing, an amazing album. It starts out with Sahara, The Elephants of Mars, Faceless, Love, Tension, and Release, um, Sailing the Seas of Ganymede, which is a great tune, great name for a... Uh, 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 instrumental pumping, uh, and there's also so much more. Uh, 22 Memory Lane is another fantastic one as well. But you know, if you're ever in that relaxed mood and you want to put on some music that is kind of very atmospheric, this is definitely the one for you. Joe always makes great music, he always goes in a different direction, he always tries to do something different on a a new album that he hasn't done before, or maybe revisit something he's done before, maybe put a different spin on it. But I highly recommend the elephants of Mars by Joe Satriani at my number eight pick. That's a good pick. That, that album to me kind of came up as like the first half is deeper and more emotional. And the second half is a little more driven and energetic, you know, Um, I don't have it on vinyl, but I imagine that would be a good way to, to, you know, if your first half is one way and your second half is the other way, but uh, that's a good pick. And I love my favorite song in that album is also such a, a, a great song title, but Bluefoot Groovy. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, <laughs> you, you know, it's never going to be, you know, instrumental albums are never going to be huge. I mean, obviously right. he, he had his peak with surfing with the alien and flying in the blue dream. Yeah. Um, and he talks about that in, the interview that I did with him. It's a great perspective that he had. Joe's at a point now where he makes music for himself. I'm sure he's probably always had elements of that. No one really pushing him from, you know, a record company standpoint, but I really like how we talked about the process of this album because of the pandemic, it allowed him to be more relaxed without pressure of a deadline. And it kind of shows in that, in the music that he made. So again, instrumentals aren't for everyone. But if you're interested, I highly, I highly uh, uh, recommend you checking it out. Yeah, that's a that's a great pick. That's a that's a fun album. Um, so my my number eight uh, is a debut album from a French band uh, that I got as a recommendation from Emile, that uh, unique hi-fi. Um, it's total melodic modern hard rock. It's the band is Sound Riot. The album is Square One. Uh, and he he wrote in his blog thing that he described it as a mix of 70s UK hard rock and 90s US glam, like Mr. Big and Winger. So it, it's got a, a particular sound. I think of it more of like a white snake meets wet kind of deal. Um, great vocals, great riffs, melodic choruses, um, really good lyrics. That actually, one of the things that I like about it is the lyrics are very topical and they touch on a lot of stuff of today's world. And there's a lot of anger in the in the lyrics, but they, it doesn't come out as in an, in a loud or aggressive way, if that makes any kind of sense. Um, I like the opener, Don't Believe the Scream. Um, I think my favorite is... Water Rain, which is a dumb title, uh, but there's a killer guitar solo. Um, 
Human in a Cage, a, a great topical song and words aren't enough. Um, again, debut album from a French band, Sound Riot. The album title is Square One. Uh, I think this has got a, like a mass appeal kind of sound. Like a lot of people can gravitate towards this. It's not, it, it's, it's not really AOR. It's not stoner. It's not blues. It's just good old modern day hard rock. Interesting. They're French, you said? Mm-hmm. They're from France. And for me, 10 songs, 38 minutes. Perfect for my short attention span. <laughs> well, judging by your number 10, yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. So, all right, let's get into another member of the group council. It is Fossil Man. Uh, Fossil Man is a rock and roll t-shirt collector. Uh, great dude. Goes to a lot of shows. I think out of all of us on the Groove Council, I think he goes to the most shows than anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And Terry probably comes in second, but yeah, it seems like Fossil Man sees two or three artists a week. Right. Every week. Yeah. He loves they're, it. They're not like, I mean, he'll go see people in big stadiums, but he also goes to see like Guitar George, who's who's playing at the dive bar down the road, you know, like it, he that guy loves, loves live music. That's awesome. You can follow Fossil Man at Patchy Rizotis, P-A-C-H-Y-R-H-I-Z-O-D-U-S. That's at P A. C-H-Y-R-H-I-Z-O-D-U-S. Look him up under Fossil Man. And like I said, just a great dude. Uh, Want to get him on the show to talk about rock t-shirts and logos and the importance and what attracts uh, him to get in a shirt. Because he's got, what, what did he say? How many shirts he had? I, I, he just posted one literally right before we started recording. And it's like, I think it was number 216 or number 316 or something. Yeah, wow. he's got a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, let's get into his list. At number 10, Kentucky Ruckus, Space is a Place. I've got to check this band out because I've heard from multiple people, a couple people in the group council, that this band is just absolutely phenomenal. So that's on my list of things to do this weekend. Uh, oh, and again, yuck. And again, if an album doesn't make our quarterly list, doesn't mean it won't end up on either my list or Chris's list at the end of the year. Sometimes we just, it takes us a while to get to some of the stuff. Unfortunately, we don't do this full time. So we do have a professional life outside of this and we just can't get to anything. But Kentucky Ruckus is definitely on my list. Number nine, Michael Monroe, Live Too Fast, Die Young. Number eight, Wukan, Heretic Tongues. I think that's the second time it's been on someone's list as well as the next one. Hailstorm, Back from the Dead, as well as Valley of the Suns, The Chariot. I think that's the second time that's ended up. Number five, Crobot, Feel This. Number four, Sideburn, Fired Up. Number three, Dorothy, Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Number two, number two, <laughs> number two, number number two. Uh, again, he chose this album at number two, The Black Moods, Into the Night. Uh, Chris, where'd you have this album again? I'll be number 10, Jay. <laughs> okay. All right. Number one, Cardang, We Ain't Dead 
yet. So check out all those fantastic bands, um, those fantastic albums, and great list from Fossil. Kirby likes it too. Yeah, <laughs> he must. He must. He really likes Fossil Man's list. So apparently the mailman's here right now. That's my dog in the background. Hang on one second. Kirby is clearly a member of the Black Moods Union fan club. Yes, he yes. Pissed off at me. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Um, just basically told me that you're not allowed um, at the house at all at any time <laughs> in your life. All right, back to my list. We go into number seven, and it's a band that um, I really like, and I had a ch- chance to see them live. Uh, back in early May, I want to say. Uh, fantastic band live, lots of energy, lots of uh, uh, great songs. Um, haven't had a chance to sit with the album as much as I'd like because it just came out here at the end of June. But I'm looking forward to kind of continuing to absorb it. Uh, the band is from L.A. We just had Griffin Tucker on, the lead guitar player. Had Derek Dayon last year as well the band is classes act and the album is welcome to the show uh a great album by the guys great album by the band it's their debut album this is a band that's kind of been underneath the surface in la for the last four or five years playing the club circuit down there finally released an album after a long wait i know matt wake wrote about them in his original list Bands to listen to outside of or other than Greta Van Fleet. And they were one of the bands in that list. So they've been around for a while. Griffin joined the band about a year ago, moved from Texas to L.A., put out this album. And uh, it's fantastic. The, the singles are great. Again, really want to do more of a deep dive into the album. The energy they put out on stage is tremendous. Great presence on stage. Great presence um, and doing what they do. They are on the stadium tour right now, opening up for Motley Crue and Def Leppard as well as Poison and Joan Jett. Get there early so you can check them out. I will be checking them out next Friday in Wrigley Field. So I'm looking forward to that. The album is Welcome to the Show, and the band is Classless Act. I'm a little annoyed that we got a Classless Act album before a South of Eden album. That's all I'm going to say on South of Eden. <laughs> yeah. 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 What are um, we going to do? All right. So my number seven, I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself because this is not an album that historically is anywhere close to my wheelhouse. I don't know that I've ever purchased an album or really given time to whatever this is. Um, do I need do I need to like prepare myself for this? No, 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 okay. no. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm impressed with myself for liking it. But it's another it's another rich suggestion. Uh, it's a band from Massachusetts. Uh, the band is Astronoid. The album is Radiant Bloom. And I got to tell you, it's it's so very different that I didn't know how to talk about it. So I literally I I. I went on Google and I started reading about the band and I have to tell you, I'm, I'm going to read all the different things that people have described them as. Cause I still don't know how to describe the band, but they were described as shoegaze post-rock 
ethereal progressive rock, progressive metal, post-metal, dream rock, dream thrash, black gaze, and gent blend. I don't know what any of that is. I, I, I don't know what any of it is, but it's really intense and dreamy and atmospheric and chaotic yet calming and transitive if that's a word I, I don't know it's just something that when I put it on I can kind of relate to it and it kind of calms my brain but then I really get into the music um, good lyrics good melodies good guitars I wish I could speak better about it or m- more knowledgeable about it but I just it's so new to me but I I absolutely love it I I ordered the vinyl. I'm looking forward to playing it a lot over the summer. Um, but you know, some of the 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 tracks that's that jump out at me are admin, the very first one, but sleep whisperer, sedative, and uh I've forgotten your face, which is a funny song title, but it's really it's really dreamy, atmospheric, and calming. It's uh it's it's way out of my comfort zone. Uh and I'm kind of impressed with myself that (laughs) I like it so much. So Astronoid, Radiant Bloom, another Rich suggestion. You're kicking ass this quarter, Rich. Well done. Again, an album that I have to check out. It's just not on my radar. So I will, again, I get a kick out of these shows because after each show, I've got so much music to listen to. Oh, it's it's awesome. And it sucks at the same time because you look at the list and you go, I've, 27 albums that I want to listen to just from the episode, much less what's coming out this week and next week. And <laughs> when we first did this, because up until last year, we just did end of year. Okay. We didn't do quarterly. So last first quarter, we did this in 2020 and you and I both were trying to get to every album we could possibly get to. And it is maddening. It is. And here's the thing, right? Because of that, it made me slow it down a little bit because, in my opinion, if you're trying to cram with music, you don't really enjoy it. Right. You know, so I like an album that I can sit with for a week, you know, you know, at least more than a day where I can listen to it three, four times. I mean, there's an album, there's a couple albums on my list that I was able to spin for like two weeks in my car and just really kind of absorb it. And I think when you're trying to cram stuff in or you're trying to you see other people's lists, you're like, all right, I got to listen to this one. I got to listen to that one. Right. You really lose what the essence of this episode is all about, talking about stuff that you enjoyed. So that's why I always say things, say the same thing in these episodes, that just because it didn't make our quarterly list doesn't mean it won't make our year-end list because we'll have more time to sit with it, more time to listen to it. Yeah. And that's uh, honestly, that's the same reason why I, I, I don't think I've had an album that was released like in the last two weeks of a quarter yet um, make any of my lists. It's just, there's just not enough time to, to, to really kind of like let it in. But yet, I mean, last year, well, I think I had seven or eight albums that didn't make a quarterly list, make the year end list. So just to <laughs> emphasize what you're saying. Well, I think you with you in particular with not putting anything on that's been released in the last couple of weeks is just your laziness and your procrastination. <laughs> maybe maybe that changes maybe that changes this quarter as I look at my picks. Maybe. Yeah. I think that has more to do with it than yeah. uh, than anything else. But we'll continue on. 
again, there may be a space open for the next quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who are we getting to next? We're going to get to Rob in the Hood. He's always got an interesting list. Uh, great member of the Groove Council. And let's get into it here. At number 10, Heretic Tongues by Wukan from Germany. Lutz. Uh, Yes, yes. Ascension at number nine by Mutually Assured, Mutually Assured Destruction, Richmond, Virginia. Number eight, Moongazer by Tanabra from band from Italy. Number seven, Photo Trough by Moon Tooth, Long Island, New York. Number six, The Sceptered Veil by Sergeant Thunderhoof from Bath, England in the UK. Number five, The Chariot by Valley of the Sun, Cincinnati, Ohio. Number four, Acute Mania by Stake, London, London, England band. Number three, The Wilfer Pursuit of Ignorance by Carson, band from New Zealand by way of Lucerne, Switzerland. Number two, Fever Fantasy by Sasquatch, Los Angeles, California, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Number one, The Singularity by Wofat in Dallas, Texas. So, Again, Rob, you know, is very eclectic, too, with his music taste, kind of all over the map in terms of where people are from geographically. Uh, If he had to choose some additional choices, uh, he would put out Strange Machine by Aluna, Stone Blues Machine by Geezer, Psychic Forms by Ilder Beal. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Hair of El Piro by El Piro and Into Oblivion by Cadaver March. So great list from Rob in the hood. You can follow him at the Recividus. So check him out. He does our live album reviews every quarter. So uh, always enjoy having Rob on the show as well. What was the quickest you've ever read a Rob list? Well, we, we instituted, <laughs> we instituted a new policy here at the hook rocks corporate where, uh, because I always love the descriptions people give, but when these turn into two, two and a half hours and my voice is cached at the end and I just want to like go to bed when I'm done with these episodes, <laughs> um, it does zap a little bit of the joy of doing this. So what we try to do or what we're doing is we're giving each member three albums where they can have a description and talk about how much they love it rather than all 10. The other reason is, is that some of these albums on this list are repeats, meaning meaning yeah. they're on other people's lists. So for me to read how great an album is over and over and over again, um, kind of it, it, it kind of becomes it kind of defeats the purpose. So yeah. so that's what we're doing. So if th- th- that's one change that we uh, as we continue to evolve is we're kind of um, taking taking out the descriptions of all 10 albums. And if you want to, you know, find out what these guys or gals feel about the records, about the albums that they're choosing, you can follow them. They'll, they'll talk about it. They'll post about it. So follow the Recividus, follow Fossil Man, follow, you know, Fuzz Doom and, and uh, you know, all those, all those great lists. You'll, you'll definitely enjoy it. On to the next pick, which is my number six. I really enjoyed diving into this artist and the, and the music they produce. I'm still not sure if it's a solo artist or a band. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to go with a solo artist. Nevertheless, the music is absolutely fantastic. The album is called Pronounced Jossie, and the artist is Jossie. Um, fantastic throwback to the glam rock movement of the 70s with Bowie, mm-hmm. T-Rex, the New York Dolls, and other bands like that. You can probably put uh, Sweet in there as well. But just a great vibe throughout the album. You know, it is a throwback to that era with kind of a modern sound. I love the song Burn It Down, Tongue Tied, and Androgene. Um, All Messed Up, Little Tramp. 13 songs on this album, which, you know, most bands are now doing 9 or 10, maybe 11 on uh, on their albums. 13 songs for you to enjoy. This is an artist that is slowly building momentum, slowly building a name for himself. And... uh Really check it out. If you love that Bowie, T-Rex, New York Dolls suite type of vibe and type of, type of music from mid to late 70s, you'll definitely enjoy this album. I think someone else has that on their list. I don't remember who, but I feel like it, was, it came up on another list. Yeah. Um, but good pick. Thank you. Oh, my number six. It's time for me to eat some crow. Um, my number six is, is, is an album that is only seven songs. It's an hour and 15 minutes, which means these songs are ridiculously long. And I am a proponent of give me nine songs, three minutes of pop. Let me listen to this and get the hell out of here. Right. And then I listened to Woe Fat, The Singularity. And holy shit, this is really good for a long time. That that poo-poo platter of Turbo and Rob and Rich have been pushing woe fat on me. And it just never clicked. Um, but it clicked this time. And it's awesome. Uh, this is kind of similar to last year when I finally got on the Mastodon train. Like I finally listened to a Mastodon album that really like I could connect with and that I really got. Same thing with the singularity from Woe Fat. I'm I'm happy that popular kids I, I like something that the popular kids like you know <laughs> um it's 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 massive and it's layered and it's a big fuzzy brooding jam is is the best way i, I could explain it. it gets a little segmented for me because a lot of these songs are super long um but uh, i think my favorite is the unraveling and that's the shorter one at seven minutes and 40 some seconds. But um, I also like the last song in the album, which is a ridiculous 16 and a half minutes, but it's a, it's a, it's a total tempo building jam. Um, well, fat, the singularity, it's a jam. Well done ripple for getting these guys and, and throwing this one out there. Uh, I absolutely love it. I'm happy that I'm finally on the well fat train. So uh, and it's long songs, so guys like Rich and and the Professor will be more than happy to give me some shit now because I like long songs again. <laughs> You're growing as a person. Every time I, I every time I see you, I, I, I you know you take one step back, you take two steps forward. <laughs> you know you, you took you took a step back with the Black Moods pick at number ten, <laughs> which I'll have to just accept. But then you took two steps forward with accepting these songs that are like a journey that are like an adventure. 
Yes, that it's funny. Like people out there are probably laughing about this, but it's legitimately difficult for me. And I think that's why I found some of these songs as segmented is because my brain is, you know, at, at four minutes, it's like, well, what the hell's going on? Like, are we on another song yet? No, it's the same song and there's still 12 more minutes. <laughs> so. What do you do with like Achilles Last Stand by, by Zeppelin? Oh, I listen to it and fucking love it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So yeah, there, there's, there's always an exception to the rule and that is one of them. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. Claudia, you're, you're growing. I'm yeah. growing. A little bit, you know, but you're growing. By the time I'm 60, I might be an adult. Yes. <laughs> To the Groove Council and another member, it's Turbo Kaye. Uh, you can follow Turbo, one of the uh, great purveyors of doom and stoner rock. Um, my son, the Youth Rocks, is always like, how does he find these bands? <laughs> it's a question that we all ask each other, is where does he find this music? You can follow him at Turbo Kaye. T-U-R-B-O-K-Y-A. Great, um, again, great promoter of doom rock, fuzz rock, stoner rock, which is really, and I've said this before, pretty much Black Sabbath influence. I mean, Black Sabbath, you know, if they had subgenres back then, you know, not only were they the beginnings of heavy metal with Led Zeppelin, they were the beginnings of this genre. Because when you listen to this music, it is it is a direct influence to Black Sabbath and Deep Purple and bands like that. So let's get into his list. At number 10, Blue Haran, Ephemeral, Ephemeral. Yeah, am I pronouncing that right? Ephemeral? Yes. Yes. Number nine, Jossie, pronounced Jossie. Number eight, Kentucky Ruckus. There they are again, Space is a Place. Number seven, Geezer, Stoned. Blues Machine, number six, Steak, Acute Mania, number five, Green Bear, Variant, number four, Valley of the Sun, The Chariot, number three, Wukan, Heretic Tongues, number two, there's your band, Wolfat, The Singularity, and number one, Sasquatch, Fever Fantasy. Fantastic wrist there from Turbo KYA. So check him out on Twitter. Great foul, great dude. Back to the list, number five for me. Um, I really love this band. I really love this album. I think the UK movement of new emerging rock bands is just as strong as what it is here in America with great new bands coming out and great new bands um, releasing music over the last few years. Nonetheless, the album Revelation by Stone Broken is a fantastic album. And it's a very diverse album where it does kind of venture out beyond the rock realm in certain uh, parts of songs and certain arrangements. It really shows their diversity, which I really do enjoy and appreciate. Um, The lyrics, the songs are absolutely just fantastic. Some of the great stuff that's on there, obviously Black Sunrise and The Devil You Know started off, but Make It Out Alive, Me Without You, which I absolutely love, Without Reason, uh, So Damn Easy. Great album from Stone Broken. Hope at some point they come here to America, as we'd say, with all these bands that we know and love in, uh, in the UK and in Europe. 
but what a great representation of their music and the direction that they're going with their music. Uh, big fan, big fan of this album. It's Revelation by Stone Broken. It's a good album. I really liked Without a Reason and Give Me Some More. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, it's, it, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't more popular across the board. With our, it, it, it seems like, much like the Black Moods, it's a, it, it, it would appear to be a, a wide ranging, a, a wide range of people can listen to this and, and pull something out that they'll not just like, but really like. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. All right. So my, what are we, five? Yep. Another rich recommendation. Uh, Stoner Rock Trio from Switzerland. I think I think they made Rich's list and Rob's list, if I remember correctly. But it's Carson, Willful Pursuit of Ignorance. Um, it, it, it's a, over the last year, year and a half, two years, Again, the Rich Turbo Rob group has like are pulling me into the whole stoner desert rock prog rock thing, and well, not prog, not prog, um, but they're pulling me into that. And this is like a perfect album for that because there's there's great vocals, the right amount of fuzz, you know. It's um, and for me, it's it's stoner, but it also has this like tinge of grunge to it. And it just, it, it really works for me. Um, the first one is Dirty Dream Maker. It's a straightforward rocker. But then in a row, Siren, Gimme, Too Far, No Joy, and then the title track, um, Willful Pursuit of Ignorance. I think that's my favorite um, on the album because it's it's a real stoner grunge-fueled kind of fire for me, at, at how I uh, interpret it. Um, I dig that. There's also really good backing vocals on this, which as, as a lifelong Van Halen fan, I can really appreciate, um, especially on Too Far. But uh, it, it's catchy. It's, it's fun. It's clean. You know, you know a, lot of, a lot of this stuff can a lot of times have like a lot of reverb in the stuff. This is clean and, it, and it's really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it, that it didn't... Um, land higher on my list. This came out in April. And, and when I heard it along with another April album, I was kind of like, Oh, wow, this is going to be like one, two. And here we are at five. So uh, my number five, Carson willful pursuit of ignorance. I will say this quarter is a lot deeper than the first quarter of mm-hmm. 2022. Uh, we had a lot of similarities on our list for 2022. And we still may have, some on this list as we kind of get closer and closer to that number one. I, I, I think there was a collective deep breath by, by a lot of the rock bands in first quarter of 2022, because there was so much that came out in 2021. And, you know, now that we're in July, we may forget that there was still a lot of COVID issues going on in the first part of this year um, as we ended 2021. So I know a lot of tours were pushed back. I know, you know, some album releases may have been pushed back, but um, 2021 still had some good stuff. But this quarter really, I don't know if it matches last year, but it does basically jump over the first quarter in terms of the depth of good quality music that we didn't get in the first quarter. There was good stuff, good stuff that was released in that that quarter. But I just think 
this is um, this is just fantastic. And I think that's going to continue on for the third quarter. And from what I know and from what I've heard, that end of the third quarter into the beginning of the fourth quarter is going to be an onslaught of new music. So get ready. <laughs> buckle up. Because buckle up, all those bands that you've been like, and they haven't released an album since 2020 or 2019 or 2018. They're coming. Good. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to, uh, to hear it and can't wait to experience it. So, all right, let's go to more members of the Groove Council. We go to Kaz A, who does the East London radio show on Friday nights. She's also now part of Emerging Rock Bands and that publication and that entity, which I'm so happy for her, so happy for them, because she is a great addition. She's very passionate about new music and uh, just happy to see her, you know, kind of spreading her wings a little bit and getting more involved, more involved in the scene. And uh, yeah, just, um, just good on her for doing it. I know she's now doing, like I said, some writing. Uh, you can follow her at ELR Rocks. It's the heavy rock show. Kaz is a, a, a great friend of the show, and she's got a great list that she always does. And let's get into it. This is She's also the first and only member of the Groove Council that didn't send me a list, just an email format. She actually sent me a Word document, which, oh. you know, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm just going to put it out there. She sent me a Word document. Very nice. Yes, don't take that shit from him. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying that you know, it's a good thing. You know, oh, okay. it's it's okay. it's a it's a good thing that she sent me a Word document. You know, just saying that this might be a trend that I enjoy and like. Oh. I'm just going to just put it out there. All right, so let's get into it. Ox at number ten, heavy on the cosmic. Number nine, oceans apart. The Hate Club. Number eight, Odd Crew, Dark Matters Part One. Great album. Yeah. Number seven, Gone Savage, Past Life. Number six, Stone Broken, Revelation. Good pick. Number five, The Veer Union, Manifestations. Number four, Memphis Mayfire, Remade in Misery. Number three, Thornhill, Heroin. Someone on Twitter said this is like if Deftones and Muse had a baby, which isn't far off. I love the vocals and the vibe. Hot tip to Matt Simons of Dead Blonde Stars for putting me on to this. Number two, North Lane, Obsidian. This album would tie for number one if that were allowed. The mix of electronics with metalcore gives it the perfect twist to keep coming back. Love it, love it, love it. Number one, Health by Disco 4. Or no, I'm sorry, the band is Health, and it's Disco 4 Part 2, a magnificent sonic celebration with an eclectic mix of artist collaborations, atmospheric and enveloping, almost physical, like getting a sonic hug. I absolutely love Jake Duzik's hypnotic voice and cannot get enough of this album. Her special mentions are Melt, Engine EP, Valley of the Sun, The Chariot, Number, I'm sorry, Motionless in White, scoring The End of the World, and Blue Haran Ephemeral. So great list from Kaz. Let's get into another list of the Groove Council. Let's go to Skylabs. 
the great audio professor. We just dropped a show where he's talking about improving the acoustics within your house and also what to do if you're at a show and you're looking to get a better sound experience. Great follow at Skylab Tapes on Twitter. So follow Rob. Here's his list. Number 10, Jeff Scott Soto. Complicated. Number nine, Wolfat, the singularity. Number eight, Battle Beast, Circus of Doom. Number seven, Seven Kingdoms, Zenith. Number six, Moontooth, Photo Trough. Number five, Aluna, Strange Machine. Number four, Visions of Atlantis, Pirates. Number three, James Labrie, Be Beautiful Shade of Gray. Number two, Wukan, Heretic, Heretic Tongues. Or heretic tongues. Number one, porcupine tree closure continuation. And honorable mention, his son at RJ Official, RJ's new album, The Donut Queen, in my rankings, because I cannot be objective about it. But of course, it is actually my favorite album of quarter two. So uh, follow his son at RJ underscore official. I think it's double underscore official, but Try them both, either single underscore or double underscore. Uh, and his new album, The Donut Queen. So uh, good on Rob for including that great list from Rob, as always. Yep. yep. Rob, I, I would like to say this publicly, God forbid, or, or just not God forbid, but just in case his son does listen. I, I give RJ a lot of credit. His son's album, at whatever age he is, I, I, I was never that strong. I, I was I was never that strong enough of a person to be able to put all of that out on paper and then sing it. I, I, I'm so impressed with him and his inner strength, in addition to how good the music is. But but RJ, I'm impressed. Well done. Definitely, definitely. Um, glad to, to see the lineage of Rob transferred into his son and his musical tastes. I know Rob is very passionate about music as I am with my son. He is with his son. Um, always love to see when, when that passion is transferred to, to a, your, your, your youth, your, 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 uh, your bloodline. So that's always great to see. So we go to number four and uh man, just had Brandon on the lead singer of this band. So uh, really excited about this album. A band that has been really under the surface of hard rock and metal for a while now. A band that really makes great music, really puts on a great live show. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. And it's one of those bands that you wish would connect with more people because their music really does deserve it. Uh, the band is Crobot, and the album is Feel This. Just an amazing album, another great record. They just always put out great music. Uh, again, band from Pennsylvania, doing it right, doing it good, Electrified, Dizzy, Set You Free. I mean, there's so many songs. Without Wings, Into the Fire, Living on the Streets, I love. And Holy Ghost are some of my highlights, but... Check out the great album by Crobot. Feel this. Living on the streets is uh that's like a blues song Crobot style, you know? Like that's yeah, that song's awesome. Love it. I love that album. Yeah, that's a very good pick. That's a very good pick. 
Um, so before we get into my top four, I, I, I want to say this real quick. My one through four can e- be easily interchanged. I mean, in all honesty, my top four are all album of the year candidates. So I've got like one through four and then like five through 20. I mean, that's how close the rest of them were, or, you know, flip that is that's how awesome these top four are. So um, my number four is four because it literally just came out a few weeks ago, but it's the chariot from Valley of the sun. It is another rich suggestion. So again, thank you, rich. Um, This is great. This is, this is like a real kind of, one of those, you ever you put music on and you're like, holy shit, this is made for me. Like I, I, I listen to Alice in Chains and I go, holy shit, this is made for me or Van Halen. This is made for me. This is stoner rock with like strands of grunge at times weaved in there. Um, it's, it's really good, hard rock. It's clean. Um, but yet it's got a lot of grit, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, I love the opening track. Um, Sweet Sands, uh, that that track and another track have like a Scott Weiland vocal thing that none of our other Groove Council members can hear, except I do. So I'm clearly wrong on that. But I think my favorite song, without a doubt, is is the title track, The Chariot. Great lyrics, great vocals. Um, there, there's there's something really cool in the construction of it. It it really slows down in the middle, and and then like it builds back up and you know the guitar the guitar the guitar the guitar um but the rest of the album there's one song it's like a reverb filled ballad um how was it as we decay i think that was the one but um headlights i love sun blind up tempo rocker the flood Uh, i i love everything about this album you know i know we're only halfway through the year but if this is anything below number five on my year end list, it's an upset, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of good stuff coming, but that's how much I love this album. It, it's fantastic. So thanks again to rich for nine, my number four Valley of the sun, the chariot. Awesome. I actually really think you'll like this album. If you haven't listened to it yet, this is right up your alley. It's a great pick. And I really do enjoy this album. Um, I, I really think because you know how I am with, with Stoner Rock. There's a lot that I like, and there's a lot that I'm kind of not crazy about. Right. Um, this album really falls into, I love it. Um, didn't have a chance to sit with it as much as I wanted to. So um, I'll get into it as we go on. But uh, it is a superb album. And it's on a lot of our lists. It's it on is. a lot. Yeah, I think it's probably the most out of all yeah. the bands. I feel like it's more... I might have said stoner rock, but I feel like it's more of a hard rock album than a stoner rock album. I yeah. mean, they're, they're, it's hard rock with, you know, strands of stoner and, and then a couple of songs. I, I get like a grunge thing, but it's not a lot, but I think it's more of a hard rock. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy that this is as popular within our little group as it is. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. And in any given any other quarter, it very well could be my number one. Back to the Groove Council, we go with High Stick Mick at High Stick Mick, Mick, H-I-S-T-I-C-K-M-I-C-K, High Stick Mick. 
uh, big hockey fan, local here to Chicago, as Skylab Tapes is. And um, like I said, the Itch Rock and Radio Show, Aaron from the Itch Rock and Radio Show. So always like to see them at shows. Um, just a great dude. And let's get into his list. Uh, number 10, Mirror Eclipse, an EP by the Mercury Riots. Number nine, Next Stop by Gary Kane. Number eight, Strange Machine by Aluna. Number seven, Little Victory, self-titled album by Little Victory, a Chicago-area blues rock band with a touch of Americana. That's a number, good album. S- number six, uh, Time and Tie by Cry for Mercy. Number five, Life's Machine by Brave Rival, blues rock band from the U.K., Number four, It Lies Beyond the Sky by Sasquatch, another popular album within the group council. Number three, The Sun in the Tenth House by The Battleers. Blues Rock from Portugal. Number two, Feel This by Crowbot, as we just talked about. And number one, number one, <laughs> number one. Thanks, Mike. Into the Night by The Black Moods. This is definitely... My summer album, as Mike proclaims. So great list for him. Great uh, diverse list for High Stick Mix. So check that out and more. You know what? Real quick, uh, My Fault. Um, The album by Sasquatch is called Fever Fantasy. So that's my bad on that. So um, that was his number four. Going on to Carl and NCR in America. Uh, you can check him out. Great follow. Great dude. He's been on the show. We got to have him back on. But he really kind of um, really dissects and breaks down the analytics of songs and new bands that are coming out and shows you where you can listen to them, shows you how they're doing. Uh, the new bands love the guy. He's uh, very passionate about new music, too, down there in Houston, Texas. Uh, again, follow him at NCRNNA, New Classic Rock in North America. Let's get to his list. Number 10, Gunshine, self-titled album by Gunshine. Number 9, Renegade Cartel, Masquerade. Number 8, Hush Money, mm. Industry Standard. Number 7, Durap, self-titled album. Number 6, The Warning, Error. Number five, Crobot, Feel This. Number four, Classes Act, Welcome to the Show. Number three, Dorothy, Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Number two, Cinema Stereo, self-titled album. And number one, number one. <laughs> ah, number one, The Black Moods, Into the Night. So great list for Carl. Again, Very check good. him out. Yep. NCR in NA, New Classic Rock in North America. Awesome list. Okay. We go to number three on my list of great albums for the second quarter of 2022. I had the, this band's EP last year on my end of the year list, I think it was. End of the year or third quarter list. Um. I think it was the third quarter. I think it was released in August, I want to say. They came out with a full-length album. That full-length album has those songs that were on that EP uh, that is now a full-length album. So you're cheating. 
if this was just an EP of the new songs, it would be number three. Okay. So excluding the songs that we already heard and just the six new songs that are on the album, this album would make my list. Okay. So it is now a full length where they have all this music on there, which is cool. If you want to have like a one-stop shop album to get, I've got the physical copy of the EP, which I think you can only get at the shows. I'm not sure, but um, what can I say about this band that has not been said before? I haven't said before. The band is the warning. The album is error. Um, It's fantastic. It really is. This is a band that is well beyond their years in terms of music, in terms of writing, in terms of arrangements. You know, I was listening to the album and you hear everything from like a Metallica influence to a Rush influence to, you know, of course, the Latin music with them being from Mexico. Of course, that's going to come through. But when you put it all together and you package it together, this is the next great new band that's going to be superstars. And I say that not because, you know, their music is better than any new band out there. Their music is right up there with any band out there. Mm-hmm. the fact that they're connecting with a young audience as much as they are. And, you know, and, and I see it with a lot of bands. There's a connection. There's becoming more and more prevalent, but this band is on a different level in terms of the young audience, which they're capturing. Uh, I, I, I think this band has no limit in terms of their popularity. And within five years, they'll be playing arenas. I I am almost positive about it. Um, some of the songs that are new on this, obviously, um, Money, which wasn't on the, the EP. That was been one of the singles they've been having now for a month or so. Uh, Amore, which is a great song. The title track, Error, uh, 23, Kool-Aid Kigs, Revenant. I love Revenant. And then the bonus track, Breathe. They're a great live act. They're a three-piece. Um, just absolutely fantastic. They're going to be opening up for Hailstorm and the Pretty Reckless on a tour. I think they're going to be opening up at the end of the year by three days grace or four three days grace on a short run at the end of the year and then on to 2023. Uh, I am excited to see how this band evolves, where this band goes. Um, absolutely tremendous. Love the band, The Warning. The album is error. And as I want to say, because I know the recidivist is going to comment, and there's going to be comments in the group council, I would rank the EP of the new songs, number three. It just so happens to be on a full-length album with previous release song. Here's the caveat of the same session. It's meaning the session was not like 10 years ago, and it's unreleased track of a band you know, that's putting out stuff that's been unreleased and recorded throughout their career. This is the same session. They even said that in the interview that they have part two coming. I think they just decided to put it on a full length album. So great stuff. I can, I can literally imagine Rob is writing his brief of opposition to you. As we speak, as soon as you said the warning, 
I knew he started. I, I just, I, I, I Rob is an attorney. The recidivist <laughs> is an attorney, by the way. So, um, yes, he, he does challenge <laughs> in a fun way. We have a lot of fun with it. Um, a lot of the, uh, rules and, and regulations of the group council. So I, I, I agree with you, Chris. I expect nothing less from him. I will say, going back to the warning, I, I think the thing that excites me the most about them, and, and you and I have talked about this off air, I guess is the term. Um, and Jesus, I'm going to get her name wrong. So what's the lead singer's name? I forget. Danny. Danny. She's up there already. Already she's up there with uh, the Lizzie Hales and the Dorothys and, and, and all the other. Her pipes are insane, but I think... Not only that, but I feel like she can do it all with her voice, which just leaves like the entire pie open to see what they're going to do. Right. Like, I'm like, like she can scream it. She can sing it. She can go. I imagine she can go blues. I imagine she can go melodic, you know, like AOR. So like there, there's so much there for her. And I think that's what excites me most about them to see where they go. Cause her voice is certainly not going to hold them back. Certainly no, not. No. Her voice is just out of this world good. I mean, all all three of them, Paul, Alejandra, Danny, I mean, they're just way beyond their years in musicianship. Mm-hmm. And then when you see them live and, you know, how they just, just grab you instantly, um, for a three-piece band to sound like a six-piece band is very difficult to do, and they do it. They have just a tremendous um, uh, live show and and, uh, live performance that, like I said, you know, Greta, whether you like them or not, is kind of the the leader of the new face of rock right now. Um, I expect the warning to be right next to them uh, at some point in the next few years. Uh, I I just, um, just the way they're connecting with a younger audience, similar to what Greta is doing. And I think a lot of bands are um, more so now than ever before. I mean, I went to the Joyous Wolf Dorothy Classic Act show, mm-hmm. a lot of young people in the crowd, mm-hmm. uh, Mammoth and Dirty Honey, a lot of young people in the crowd. I just, you know, I, I think those bands will get there too as well and others too that I've seen. But I think in terms of the trajectory and how fast they're doing it, um, the warning is definitely uh, on the right path. So are we getting a, are you, are you thinking that we're getting the fall 2023 brothers and sisters tour with Greta and the warning? Well, they're both on the same record label. So who knows? I mean, it would be a great package. It would be. Feel free to use brothers and sisters. Just send me some beer. I don't care. I just want some beer (laughs) and maybe some tickets. That's all. I I think. um, Yeah. I think that. It would not surprise me if that happens. I'll just say that. It would not surprise me. Be on the same record label. Um, it's almost, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. To be honest yeah. with you. So, uh, check out the warning. The album is errors and auntie Chris is number three. So the first thing about my number three is it's not a rich pick or suggestion. So that's good. Um, I don't want his head to get too big. Um, and I think it's a, as legacy-esque as I'm going to get on this list. Um, But it's Fair the Dawn from Jack White. Uh, I remember listening to this 
I had the same reaction the first couple songs listening to this as I did the very first time I heard Icky Thump, which was, I don't know if I absolutely hate this or if I absolutely love this. And as time went on, I loved Icky Thump. And as time went on, I love this album. Absolutely, positively love it. It's batshit crazy, though. It, there's, it, it, is, it, it is all over the place. It's manic and frantic, and, and, but it's fun. I, I, have so, I have so much fun when I listen to this album that it, it, it's addictive. It's one of those albums that I will be it on my computer or with, the, with, with vinyl. I'll, I'll, I'll play it back to back. Um, I absolutely love it. It's quick. It's fun. It's addictive. Um, and it, but it's one of those where if you don't like Jack White and his mischievous little style, you're going to hate this. But if you're into it, you're going to absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the, I know he's got another one coming out, I believe in July. And I think that's a little more acoustic driven than this. Um, this is nuts. This is, this is nuts. So batshit craziness. Um, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I love taking me back. I think I like taking me back because it was played in and out of every commercial during the hockey playoffs, <laughs> like every commercial, but um, uh, for the dark into the twilight morning, noon and night shedding my velvet. All of these things are so great, but this just shows how immature I am. I feel like that this is one of those albums that drives those dildos at like pitchfork and rolling stone berserk, right? Like this is an album that comes out that they're just primed to crap on. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they liked it or they didn't like it. I'm not going to give them the time of day, but it just seems like one of those albums that like a, a rock writer is going to go out there and, and poo poo on because it's so different, but ah, Jesus, I love this album and I can't believe that it's a num- it's number three and not number one. But again, I think that just goes to how awesome the other two are in front of it. But my number three, Jack White, Fear of the Dawn. Awesome. Great, uh, great choice. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I love Jack White. I love the Rancatours. I love the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rancatours, who I saw probably three, four years ago. Still one of my favorite shows I've, I've seen in the last 10 years. So uh, good list, man. Or good Fun pick. Fun album. Good, good pick. So whose list is up now? Now it is Chris Preston. Oh, I wonder what his number one is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big mystery. Big, big mystery. All right, let's get into it. Number 10, Black Swan, Generation Mind. Number nine, Valley of the Sun. There it is again, the chariot. Number eight, Hailstorm, Back from the Dead. That's been on a few lists. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Big Wreck, the 7.2 EP. Number six, Crobot, Feel This. Number five, Stone Broken, Revelations. Number four, number four, Into the Night by the Black Moods. I'm calling Saturday night. The rock and roll party anthem for the summer of 2022. Sadly, your name twin Chris here doing the show does not does not feel that way. 
um, Chris Preston. Number three, Dorothy, Gifts from the Holy Ghost. This one was the pleasant surprise for me this quarter and is definitely a candidate for my album of the year. Perfect blend of raw, melodic, bluesy, heavy, hard rock, fantastic production, and the absolutely stunning voice of Dorothy Martin. Her range and the heartfelt way she sings these songs is so powerful. Can't wait to see this band live. Awesome. Awesome description. I agree with every word of it. Number two, The Warning, Air. Near perfection from a band on the brink of superstardom. I am absolutely blown away by the songwriting and musicianship of these three uber-talented young women. Women? Young women? Plain and simple. They write stadium-ready anthems and perform them with an energy and enthusiasm beyond their years. Every song on this album could be a single. The warning are the future of rock music, and the future looks bright. And number one. (laughs) By no surprise, it shouldn't be any surprise. You should follow... um, uh, Chris at Rock These Tweets, my rock and roll heaven. But uh, follow at Rock These Tweets. Great uh, a Twitter feed. Um, really into the history of music. Posts a lot of stuff. Um, great dude's been on the show. And uh, can't wait to have him on again soon. So his number one choice is Def Leppard, Diamond Star Halos, their best album since 1999's Euphoria, and the perfect Def Leppard album for 2022. Diverse songs that are perfectly constructed and played. Joe sounds fantastic. Bill and Viv's guitar work is some of their best in years with with a bit of everything to satisfy fans of every Def Leppard era. Take what you want. Sounds like vintage pyromania here at Def Leppard and is the best song they've written in 25 years. Wow. That's big praise. Big, big praise. Now to number two. Now it kind of gets into the down and dirty. Which album will be number one? Uh, we've I, had know, some... I know your final two. I just don't know the order. I think sure. I think your final two are very obvious to anyone who know who's within our group and who follows you on Twitter. I think I think they're pretty obvious. I just don't know your order. It's killing you, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> and for the shit I've taken, I better know the order. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Number two, uh, again, these two albums. Well, actually, probably like Chris, my top three are probably candidates, all candidates for album of the year because uh, they're they're all that good. Um, this is an album that I didn't really know what to expect because. I think it was delayed. I think at some point last year they were gonna they were gonna release the album and for whatever reason they released a single and then nothing happened or nothing you know, we didn't hear anything from right from this band uh as to what was happening. And then they released their album while on tour with Joyous Wolf and Classless Act. Um incredible album. I I, I had this album in my car, the CD, because I still have a CD player in my car, for like a month and a half. It's it's just fantastic. Uh, just great lyrics, great performance, completely different than their last album, Down in the Valley, which was released, I think, 2018. Uh, the album is Gifts from the Holy Ghost. What can I say? I mean, it's just... Um, it's just tremendous. 
it is a great step, a big giant step in her career um, to be considered as part of the new face of rock and roll, emerging rock that's out there. She's been around for half dozen years or so. Um, 28 Days in the Valley was the, was the name of her previous album. This album just checks all the boxes. It's got a sense of wonder. It's got a sense of adventure. Uh, the album starts out with A Beautiful Life, which is just an absolute rocker. Fantastic song. Uh, Rest in Peace is very powerful uh, with the with the the song structure and the lyrics. Top of the World I Love, Hurricane I Love, Close to Me Always is a very emotional song. Black Sheep is that anthem. Uh, and my favorite song on the album is the title track, title track, Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Fuck yes. Just, man, just absolutely incredible. Soaring, um, just takes you on a ride. Her performance live is unbelievable. I had the pleasure of seeing her on her last tour when Nick Perry was playing guitar. This performance uh, is another level. And she's going on the road again, or the band's going on the road again in the fall with Dirty Honey, which is going to be a great bill to see. They're playing small clubs, too, as well. But go see her. Go check her out. Go get this album. Dorothy Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Just a fantastic record. Let's keep talking about it. It's my number two. It's what? Our first uh, yeah. shared yeah. shared pick. Yeah, it is. Um, there's such a... I, I've seen a lot of stuff where people are comparing this album to the Pretty Reckless album from last year. And I, I don't get that. I feel that's kind of like lazy. I feel like the Pretty Reckless album was was a journey. Right. I mean, that album from start to finish is a journey where I feel like this album is is more of the journey has been done. And I'm going to tell you what I've learned as opposed to taking you through the journey. But there's like such a, a spirituality right in this album. And and I, I everything you've said is is dead on. Um, I'm with you. Gifts from the Holy Ghost is with, without a doubt the best track on the album. I will fight people who say otherwise. <laughs> That's how strongly I feel. It is it is such a uh a giant song, but it's also like this. I, I'm a sucker for really good last tracks, and this is one that is uh like an uplifting kick in the ass telling you to like get out and enjoy your life. Right. Like that's the last thing that, that, that she's leaving with you is, Hey, I've given you all these lessons from what I went through, but here in the end of the day, get out there, enjoy your life. But um, I'm with you. I saw her, I saw the Dorothy uh, Joyous Wolf classless act show either a day or two before you or a day or two after you. And I, I agree a hundred percent. I, I, I was really impressed with Joyous Wolf, but Dorothy, sweet Jesus. Like her show was phenomenal. And her, her vocals are on the album are, are off the charts. Amazing. Like, like they rival Lizzie Hale, right? Like everyone has Lizzie Hale up here. Right. And the Wilson sisters, and she's up there, but especially she, she brings it live. Um, it was, it was so good. Um, I don't really want to repeat on anything you you said, but I, I mean, this is 
this album, I mean, what is this album? It's a straightforward, bluesy, swagger-filled lesson teaching bit of awesomeness, right? It's just big. It's a big sound, too. Really good production on this, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, to kind of piggyback on what you said about her live, um, seeing her this year compared to 2018, uh, it was like on steroids. It was... Not to say that I mean I enjoyed myself the show 2018, but wow, just a, like a wow factor mm-hmm. of her performance, of her vocals, of her really solidifying who she is as a performer. Yeah, coupled with Joyous Wolf, who was on that build as well, was the was the opener for her. Class Sack was also on there, but comparing Joyous Wolf to what I saw from them just a year ago to this, you had both bands really pushing the the envelope on their Mm -hmm. performances. I mean, Dorothy was solidifying herself as an undeniable face of the emerging rock scene and and stabilizing herself as a great performer. Where Joyous Wolf was establishing their foothold as, hey, you know, I know we've only released an EP and a couple singles, but don't forget about us because we've got some new music coming out later this year and we're going to blow your mind. And they did. Um, that was such an enjoyable show to see yep. because I feel like those acts, seeing them prior to that show and having you know that bit of history with them, of knowing what they sounded like the year before or a few years prior to now, man, I got to, I mean, it was just a kick in the ass of just like, Man, they're taking no prisoners. They're 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 upping their game. They're I mean, it's from what I saw before. And that is such a joy to see. It really is. Yeah. So um yeah, gifts from the Holy Ghost, Dorothy, number two, both of our a- picks. Absolute, absolute album of the year candidate. Absolute. Yes. Agree one hundred percent. Good pick. Yep. All right, let's get into our last member of the group council. Some of the members I didn't get lists from, uh, but we have our final list here with Terry. Uh, Terry is the queen of the playlist. <laughs> and if you haven't checked her out yet, or if you haven't given her a foul and you really want to dive into new rock, there's no one that does it better and you can follow her at tat2630 terry taylor she's in the uk and she releases these epic playlists like once a month twice a month twice a, yeah that are like you know if you went on a road trip from coast yeah. to coast you probably wouldn't finish it <laughs> if you went from bar harbor maine to palm springs california you probably would have a couple hours left on the playlist that's how epic they are. Uh, great follow. She's a great supporter of New Rock. Uh, love what she does. So um, let's get into her list. Number 10, Headed South by Losing Gravity. Number 8, Tarasca by Tarasca. Number 8, Synergy by Wicked Stone. Number 7, The Chariot by Valley of the Sun. There it is again. Number 6, into the Night by the Black Moods. Who? <laughs> Number five, Time and Tide by Cry for Mercy. 
Number four, Feel This by Crobot. Number three, Dopamine by Thunder. Number two, Don't Shoot the Messenger by White Raven Down. Let me go back to Dopamine real quick by Thunder. She had a little comment in there. I wouldn't normally include releases by bands established pre-2010, but I've really enjoyed this album, so it makes my Q2 list. And her number one album, let's get in the honorable mentions first. Electric Love by Junkyard Drive. Elements One, an EP by Ritual Spirit. And Life's Machine by Brave Revival. Congratulations on three years of the podcast, by the way. You do an amazing job of supporting and promoting new emerging bands as well as the more established artists. It must take an enormous amount of time. It does. And effort to put the show together. It does. I hope you know that we all appreciate your hard work. Thank you very much. Yours is my favorite podcast by far, and I hope you keep doing it for many more years. Thank you very much, Terry. It means a lot. I do appreciate it. Uh, number one, Revelation by Stone Broken. Big Stone Broken fan. In fact, she's the one that turned me on to Stone Broken. Yep. So yep. Um, I give her a lot of credit on that. I like both their previous releases, but this is a step up in my opinion. It's definitely my favorite so far. There are just so many great rock tracks, rock tracks on rate tracks on this album. I've been lucky enough to see them play live on several occasions. I'm totally jealous. And would urge people to get tickets if they get a chance. They always put on a great show. Great list for Terry. Awesome list. So any thoughts before we give our number ones? I think um, this quarter was a lot deeper than I gave it credit for initially. Uh, I thought June was a ridiculously awesome month that kind of like bumped it up. Um, I'm really looking forward to quarter three and quarter four. There, there are some bands that I love uh, that I know that are putting music out. So I'm looking forward to that, but this, this has been a really deep quarter um, as evident by the fact that honestly, I could have taken any of 15 albums to, to fill five through 10, any of them, you know? Uh, yeah, no, this is, this is good. It, it's a lot of good music, but I'm just, I'm super excited about my number one. <laughs> What about you? Well, I thought it was, again, a huge step from quarter one. As I mentioned, I really enjoyed the music, really enjoyed the albums. Um, You know, I don't think we're at 2021 levels in terms of the depth of releases, but I think we're getting there. Um, Obviously, 2021, because of the pandemic, um, it was, in my opinion, nuts. Nuts. And it's probably the probably the biggest rock year in terms of music being released in probably the last 25 years. At yeah. least. So, you know, a year like that, it was a perfect storm of a bunch of bands being, you know, coming up and emerging a bunch of legacy artists releasing new material, a bunch of stuff that was delayed from 2020 to 2021. Yeah. And it just was kind of a perfect storm. We all benefited as rock bands. Yeah. And I think 2022, um, after it's always you can always tell when maybe the depth of releases are, are aren't as it, as it should when Chris and I are picking same stuff and that happened in the last in the last quarter. Not to say that you know there's some great albums from right. from that quarter, right. but depth wise, 
quarter two just blows it away. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to put you on the spot until the end of the year to ask you which album you would pick your quarter one, one or your quarter two, one, but I would love to be in your head as you go back and forth about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's that, well, again, we don't even know what's going to come in the third and fourth right. quarter. Right. Um, but you are right. My Q1 and my Q2 choices. Well, and even, even for choice number two, if this quarter and choice number three, you know, those are really going to be in my head going forward into this. Cause they're all four of the albums. If you're not familiar quarter one, my choice was the goodbye June, see where the night goes, which a fantastic album. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the new music that's coming. And there'll be some good stuff. So I think, you know, Tyler Bryant, expect something soon from him. Rival Sons, expect something soon from him. Joyous Wolf, expect something soon from them. Uh, Thunder Mother, we know that's coming out at the end of August or middle of August, I think. Uh, man, there's just so much, so much to, uh, I'm, I'm probably forgetting a whole bunch of stuff too as well. It'll be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to see where all this stuff goes. Yeah. Massive wagons possibly releasing a new album. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. These next two months, these next six months. So let me kind of go back to my, go through my list really quick. Just kind of give a recap at number 10 was the big wreck EP volume two. At number nine, The Million Reasons, great uh, album by them. Number eight, Joe Satriani, The Elephants of Mars. Number seven, Classes Act, Welcome to the Show. Number six, oh, let's make sure I pronounce that right. Yeah, I've never known how to pronounce this one. <laughs> I'm glad you have to do all this. <laughs> number seven, number six, I'm sorry. Number six, Jossie by Jossie, or pronounced Jossie by Jossie. Number five, Revelation by Stone Broken. Number four, Feel This by Crobot. Number three, The Warning Error. And number two, Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Um, Some honorable mentions that I want to talk about. I really liked the album Ghost Hounds, You Broke Me. Really enjoyed that album. Kind of a bluesy background, bluesy influence from them. So check that out. And Valley of the Sun, The Chariot. Like I said, I love it. Need to sit with a while, but that very well could be on my year-end list as well. Nice. What about you? My honorable mentions. There's so many. So many. Um, I really, 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 really liked Time and Tide from Cry for Mercy, the Honey Burst album, Kentucky Ruckus. Lost Cruces, and then the Odd Crew from uh, Kaz turned me onto that. Kaz, and, uh, I think it was just Kaz. Uh, I, I absolutely uh, love that Dark Matters Part One, and then um, this was the, the the Cry for Mercy and Acute Mania by Stake were the two that that almost made the list at number ten. It, it was it was really hard, um, and obviously the Joe Satriani album. Cause that's so good. But um, yeah, that's a lot. This, this is the hardest quarter for me to, to fit that five through 
five through 10, because there were so many albums that kind of fit in. Usually it's, it's a pretty easy, you know, you make a decision to cut one or two, but this time it was really hard. The top four were easy, but the rest of them were really hard. So those were all really good albums. Awesome. All right. Without further ado, my number one pick. Sure. You probably have all figured it out by now. It is into the night by the black moods, a tremendous, tremendous rock album uh, great follow-up to their 2020 album, Sunshine. The album starts off with just an absolute banger and youth is wasted on the young into Hollywood, which I love the mood. Saturday night, total anthem. Had the pleasure of seeing that live when they opened up for the Dead Daisies last year. She Gets Out, which really is a Tom Petty-esque type of song. It really kind of builds and builds. Love the guitar riff that starts off big time. Um, And you really kind of cruise into that second part of the album with that late seventies, early eighties style, you know, like damn the torpedoes and, um, you know, other stuff that's going on during that period of time where that kind of really is kind of the the backdrop to what's happening on the second part. Cause leading me on is such a strong song. The bass intro on on and on just killer that's my favorite part of the album yeah junkie excuses is just my favorite song and the 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 story behind that if you heard the uh the premiere that they did on the uh for the album on the hook rocks which we did late last month i believe um fire and gasoline another great tune seen enough and just a moody mid-tempo blues track called The Pure ends the album. Very kind of Chris Isaac style. Love mm-hmm. that. Love when a band kind of gets into that sweet spot of that type of sound. I can't wait to, to see him up here in Chicago. Just a great band. Great bunch of dudes. And yeah, Into the Night, The Black Moods. My favorite album of quarter two in 2022. Nice pick. Nice list. I mean... I, I think everyone who's who's submitted a list has really good lists, but you and I always usually have three or four uh, common things. Um, but we have we had a couple this time, uh, but two so far: the Black Moods and Dorothy. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, good list, good list. Um, so my number one, I, I, Robin the Hood, said something a couple of weeks ago that when he said it, I was like, "Holy shit, this is perfect." For my, I knew at the time, uh, my number one. So I wrote it down and I wanted to make sure I I read it because it's really perfect. Rob said, this band would make Oscar the Grouch climb out of his can and crowd surf. And God, if that is not so so (laughs) outrageously perfect for my number one album. And I feel like within the Groove Council, everyone is listening. They know what my number one is. But for everyone else, it's the just stupid, awesome album. Feel this from Crowbot. I love it. 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 Great album. I love it. So that's love three. It. That's three for us. Yeah. Um, it, it's it. Honestly, like right from the get go, like you, like you mentioned earlier, electrified. Just, just right from the get-go, you get that quick explosion of like drums and guitar, and it's just like we're off and running. This is going to be a fucking great, 
great album, right? Like that's the on-ramp of fun, that album, that that quick little intro. But there there's just so much here. Um but one of the I think one of the favorite things about this album is it it's 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 big, right? It's full, like the Dorothy album. It, it's big to me, like a big sound. Um but I, I want to note one thing that that I know I have a brother in new classic rock in North America on this. And that is Brandon is a phenomenal vocalist, like almost criminally overlooked on how good he is. Even by me, like whenever we, we rent, like we always talk about like our favorite vocalist, I always forget to put, put him in the list. And I hope that his work on this album gets him some more recognition for this. But I mean, this album has everything, right? It, it, the production is great. It's phenomenal, phenomenal lyrics. It's full of riffs. It's energetic. There's a great drum sound, right? Um, but I, I think my favorite song is Golden. It's like four or five. Um, and some people might think that this is crazy, but I get a real Chris Cornell Soundgarden vibe. Not sound, vibe and feel um, from it. Um, and, uh, living on the streets, like, like you had mentioned before and into the fire has the best line of any album I've heard this year. The best line. Uh, I love it. It's I go to sleep just to dream about your nightmares. That is a pretty cool line. It's so, it's so cruel and (laughs) it's, it's so, it's, it's, it's so awesome. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I feel the same. And, and maybe this is telling of what my number one will be, even though we don't know what's going to happen in the third, fourth quarter. But like, I, it, as, as quickly as I fell for um, the Mojo Thunder album last year, uh, I felt the same way. Like I, I knew I was going to like this. I'm a monster Crowbot fan and everyone should go see them. I saw them a couple of years ago and the energy that Brandon gives on stage is infectious and it's, it's awesome. But um, I knew I was going to like this. I didn't realize how much I was going to like it, but in that same vein, would I be surprised if by the end of the year, if, if Dorothy overtook this or if, if Valley of the sun overtook this, I don't, I don't know that I would, but right now it just barely edges out the other two for the longest time. I had Dorothy at number one because I needed to give her the edge. Cause I saw her in concert in that performance, like that live performance kind of was pushing her over. But the more I kept listening to Crowbot, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> so um, yeah, my number one is the speeding ticket album of the second quarter, or maybe of 2022. And it's feel this from Crowbot. I fucking love this album. <laughs> Great pick, man. I can't disagree with you on that. I love it too. Um, like I said, a fan that I wish had a wider audience. They are great yeah. live. They're they're just awesome. They play awesome music. Uh, yeah, just been kind of underneath the surface. Yeah. And they're just absolutely tremendous. So, yeah, good list, man. Good pick. I, I mean, we had three common compared to, I think we had six or seven last quarter just because there really wasn't much to to, you know, to kind of really put in. But... Yeah, this this quarter was solid. Love everyone's list on the group council. So thank you all for submitting them. Um, any final thoughts? Listen to Crowbot 
and I'm really looking forward to Thunder Mother. Let me say that again. I'm really looking forward to the Thunder Mother album. <laughs> me too. But, 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 but at the same, there's so much stuff coming out. Like I, I really want the Massive Wagons album, if it's coming out. It's been really quiet from their camp. But we just got the notification, the pre-order for the new Freedom Hawk album. We've been waiting for that. I have no idea what's happening with Lachinga. I would love yeah. to get a new Lachinga album. Um, but but yeah, there there's so much stuff coming out. Uh, just the Joyous Wolf album, if it comes out, and if we ever get something from South of Eden, that'd be great. I'm I love South of Eden. Like they're they're one of those bands, them and Black Smoke Trigger, where I I, I just have like a kinship with their music. So, but I think Mike, maybe we'll get some Black Smoke Trigger like in 2023. But I'm really looking forward to the rest of this year. I really have a lot coming out. I'm not looking forward to how much money I'm going to spend because I've spent way too much money in the first half of this year. But we always do, you know. We uh, always do. No, it's going to be great. Um, I can't. More music makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, More great music makes me extremely happy. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. I mean, I know I've got some shows coming up. Going to be at the stadium tour next Friday, and then Saturday, seeing the Warning and the Pretty Reckless up in Milwaukee which is going to be great. I know Richie Cotson's touring again, the Dirty Honey Dorothy show at September, going to Firefest with Whiskey Myers, Blackberry Smoke, Goodbye June, then Dirty Roses and Georgia Thunderbolts. Um, so that's going to be awesome. I mean, I'm sure there's shows that I'm forgetting that uh, I'm definitely going to be checking out. I, Got f- I, you have You have, over the last three years, convinced me that... I have to see Richie Cotson. I have to, and 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 I'm all in. I'm I'm ready to go. And so I, I uh, this was maybe three four weeks ago. I got the notification like Cotson's coming, and I was like, oh, well, shit! I just better go buy those tickets now. Richie Cotson is playing the day of my surgery, and I was like, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> so I'm gonna miss Cotson this time. <laughs> I still think you should delay it a day. Well, I mean, come on. What's it? What's it? I mean, what's another delay? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. What's well, another delay? Here, here's the thing: if it if it somehow some way gets delayed, then I know what I'm doing that night. <laughs> you should delay it seriously. Richie Cotson comes first, and and if you have the surgery a week or two later, you'll have the memory of that show still fresh in your head. It'll make your hospital visit so much easier. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, it's funny, like the August 19th is when the Thunder Mother album comes out and I'm having my surgery earlier that week. And I'm kind of wondering like, Gernika, if you hear this and you want to send that to me earlier so I could listen to it while I'm, I'm sacked out on the couch, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. It'll be, I mean, so far the three singles that they've released have been awesome. Yeah. This so, is the latest one, the bluesy one. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go on. Yeah. Well, good list, my friend. This was a fun quarter. Yeah, it was, man. Thanks again for doing this. I appreciate it. Always. Always. All right. And everyone listening, go check out these albums. Look forward to next quarter. It'll be here shortly. And uh, take care of each other. We'll talk soon. Thanks.
92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 